Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Blessed greetings and love, Jaji. Welcome to Bob Radio. How you doing? Up for, up for, Brother Carlos. Give thanks for the link. Give thanks. How's yeah, everything man. with you? Yeah, man. Well, uh, Jaji is a bass player for uh, Zionite Kings. He's uh, toured the world with all kinds of musicians that you know. Uh, most notably, recently, he's done a lot of work with uh, John Nine and um, Zion I Kings have been producing music for many, many years. And we'll talk about Zion I Kings and Zion High Productions in a little bit. But, um, Jadi, I wanted to talk to you about um, and let our, our fans and listeners know uh, how did you get involved in music, and, and mo- more specifically, how did you get involved in reggae music? How, how did you? Is there a song that you heard that got you interested into it? Did, was your uncle playing records for you, you heard the neighbor playing some reggae music, how did you get involved with reggae music? Well, uh, music, yeah, from a very young age, um, like seven, I started playing violin, um, through high school I played guitar in various rock bands, and um, from maybe around ten, I was already hearing, maybe nine or ten I was hearing Bob Marley, um, but not really associating it with genre of reggae music just kind of hearing it on rock and roll stations and my older brother had records and these kind of things okay um so i used to listen to bob even from a young 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 age but never really associated it with the genre just kind of listened to it as just you know music another artist Um, another artist like led zeppelin or rush or whatever yeah like whoever exactly those are two very those were two very very influential bands for me as a young young musician too, the ones that you named, yeah. um, Zeppelin and Rush, especially Rush. Um, but yeah, just another artist, just another artist. And uh, I got into, further into reggae music, maybe around 16 or 15, um, mostly with like culture. I remember I heard Ballhead Bridge was one of the first LPs I ever heard that was non-Bob um, Marley reggae. Okay, and right on. Yeah, and then basically around the same time, um, Burning Spear, uh, Marcus Garvey. Wow. And and then I put down guitar and, and picked up bass basically around the same time too. Like once reggae music started really penetrating me and you know, I started I I, I started playing bass in the same time and I started forwarding into the philosophy of of Rastafari and learning of Haile Selassie the first mm-hmm. same same time too. So, so you got the fullness of reggae music and Rastafari around the same time. Yeah. 
Well, you've been doing amazing works for years and years. I, I, I know your work here in San Diego when you were doing work with the Bloodfire Angels. and You started your own collective. You left San Diego and you started your own mission in music. To, like, tell us about that. What, what, what was going on right there at that time period in your life? Um, well, actually, the time I left San Diego, uh, I, I was in San Diego about four to five years. Uh, like the I said in Montana, I worked with Jab Blood and Fire English formed in Montana. Um, I was working with Ross Elliott at Trade Week, and we started this work on Yami Bolo Revolution album, which was Zion High Productions' first album, um, okay. Santa Davis. And yeah, I mean, we started the work, we did all the recording in San Diego, and before it was released, actually, I moved to Miami area. Okay. Uh, so it was released after I actually had moved and relocated to the Fort Lauderdale, Miami area. Okay. Perspective for me in music and culturally otherwise. Um, yeah, because there's, a, lot, there's yeah. A, a heavy West Indian influence, way more so in South Florida than San Diego. Way more. Much, 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 much more. It's full of full of Rastafari people. We have Naya Bingi House. We have Bobo House um, that are functioning and, wow. and and keep you know plenty of events all the time and regular Sabbath services. So I was very involved in that. Um, we have a whole lot of uh, reggae studios, recording studios around. Um, one that I basically linked with immediately um, was Jam Hill Studio work in Lauder Hill um, that, that was founded by the late great Gary Wong who uh, okay. I worked with the whole time I was in Fort Lauderdale and okay. he, he actually died maybe two to three years ago sorry to hear that sorry to hear that yeah yeah very very great 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 engineer Awesome. So, yeah, it, yeah. Um, your Zionite, so you continued Zionite Kings and then um, Zionite Productions, and then the, when did Zionite Kings come into, into the picture? And tell us a little bit about Zionite, Zionite Kings uh, as, as you do that. No problem. Now, Zionite Kings came into the picture around 2006, 2007. I moved to Florida in 2003. Okay. Um, so Zion Kings is Andrew Moon Bain, um, who lives in New York, Boston area. Okay. Um, and Lauren Chippy Alfred, who lives in St. Croix. Um, Moon and I have been working together even while I was in San Diego. Um, he went to school in Rhode Island, which is where I was born. Okay. Along with my musical companion and Rastafari Bridge in Jai Oil yes. in San Diego. Um, and so Moon and I had been working together even before, you know, like as I was in San Diego. Okay. Um, he has his, he had formed his label, Luster Kings, I think in around 99 and Zion High Productions, which is my and Ross Elliott's label was formed in 2002. Okay. Um, so I was doing work for him, playing bass on his original work for Luster King. Okay. And he and I worked together all the way through, you know, basically from like 99 
all the way up until the time when the two of I and I met Tippy in 2000. I think he met Tippy a little bit before me in New York okay. um, in around 2005. And then the three of I and I got together for like the first Zion I King's recording session okay. in St. Croix in 2006. Oh, wow. He brought Moon and I to St. Croix and we spent like a week with Vaughn from, you know, Midnight Akebeka, mm -hmm. um, building rhythms, voicing tunes with, with Vaughn and discs that did like, you know, seven to nine days of those studio straight. Wow. Recording rhythms and working. Yeah. Awesome. That was the beginning of, of that. Zion I Kings. So it's really like, when we were talking earlier, just to uh, clarify a little bit. So Zion I Kings is basically three individual producers. Tippy, you, yep. and Moon. And collectively, yep. you guys work as Zion I Kings, but you all have all your individual projects, right? Exactly. Okay. Uh, our individual projects and individual labels. Individual well, projects. Right. Yeah, Love the Kings is Moon. Um, I Grade Records is Tippy, and Zion High Productions is I and Russ Elliott. Okay. So you guys know Luster Kings from a lot of Midnight, and you also know uh, I Grade Productions from a lot of Pressure, uh, Batch, Russ Attitude. Uh, a list goes on for I Grade uh, VI artists. So for you guys listening, that's who that's who these people are. So that's what's going on. Now we. Um, one of my favorite records that came out from the Zionite Kings is um, Dub and Zion. What a great record. Yes, so many right. awesome rhythms. And um, just an amazing, really cool Rasta vibe. And t How did that record come about? So tell us about that record. Uh, this one, this actually came, this is a Zion High Productions album. So um, I kind of was the general of this one here. I, I, I mixed most of it. Um, I think Tippy mixed one and Moon mixed one or two. Um, but this was basically just a, uh, an attenuation of the Zion I King's Doug series, which was started in 2015 when Moon and Luster King's label released um, Dub and Style, which was basically one session that I and I did at Top Gang. Uh, with Style Scott, the three of I and I and Style Scott. Oh, and wow. And we did some over, overdubs and then mixed it, dubbed it, and and released that. That was the first one. And then Dubbing Style, or excuse me, Dubbing Zion um, was volume two of the series. So okay. um, the continuation of the Zion I King dub, dub series. Um, and it basically, just we just always, all of I and I have been inspired by dub you know, from the beginning. So, um, you know, the more we get into learning and and attempting to master this engineering world or this engineering trade, uh -huh. the more we get into to, to build as well and, you know, exploring the... Yeah, because there's so many effects. great, great dub albums and, uh, and it is, a, it's like a science. I mean, it's a... And each, each dub engineer has his own own style and his own frequencies and his own signature of how the songs do and it's a really an amazing uh, genre and tool of reggae music you know definitely definitely yeah man so before we get into talking more about dub um, what other works does does uh, Zion Night Kings productions have going is there a Zion and Dub volume 4 or 
What's going on with uh, productions? Actually, there is a um, there is a job in Zion. Um, Zion, I think, job by four that's getting ready. It's actually mastered and uh, cover and everything. It's going to be on my label, Zion High Productions. But uh, it'll be out this year. Um, but before that, we have uh, a new album from Archangel that's going to come out on on Zion High Productions label, which is. Um, my rough idiot works there. Um, name now what now what down. Yeah, so that will come out. That will come out first. This, we don't have a release date yet, but it, it will be this summer. He's a great artist. Uh, Archangel's doing some amazing stuff. I like his flow. Yeah. I like his style. I like his meditation. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and then Kippy is getting together another Ake Becca album to be released, uh, which is. Basically, some work he did before he moved forward there. Right, um, right. And so he's he's working on that. Chippy, uh, or excuse me, Moon just released Jadon Blackamore Upward Spiral uh, last, last. Nice week. record, nice record, nice record. Like that one. Yeah, too. yeah, yep. So that's basically what we're working on. I, um, I'm also working on an album with Micah Shamaya as mm. well right now. And Jalifa, an, uh, an EP with Jalifa, who's a great, great Rastafari daughter from Trinidad. Wicked, wicked. Looking forward yes. to all these works. Looking forward to all the works. Yes. I love all the works. So many great rhythms. His Imperial Majesty rhythm is one of my favorite on the record. So I just love, love all the dub music. Love all the dub music. So let's talk a little bit about dub. Um, we're doing a, I'm doing a series on dub, and I'm getting uh, opinions from people in the, in the world of dub, in the dub arena, and find out what dub means to them. So, Jadi, what does dub mean to you? <laughs> dub. Well, dub, dub is probably what made I put down the guitar and take up bass um, and really get, you know, fully, fully acquainted with what drumming the bass of reggae music should feel like and, 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 and the relationship that they have you know, with one another to mm -hmm. one another and what it can do. Um, it really, the bass line, when, when stripped down like that, where, where you just really hear the drum and the bass and you know, some little instrumentation going over it really gives you a... a, a no filter, you know, passageway into that frequency, that bass frequency, and it, it, it can really speak to you. And that's what happened to I. You know, it really spoke to I with some clarity, and mm -hmm. and it, it just it, it, it just seems so. Dub, to, 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 you're saying you're saying dub music dub, dub music speaks to you in a certain way other music doesn't, and it motivates you in ways that other music doesn't. Yeah, I mean it's it's so. Trip down. It gives it gives you the the raw element of reggae music in its raw form, and and can if you, if you listen carefully, it can even really teach you how to assemble and then disassemble the music itself, like all the yeah. little parts. All the yes. little, you can hear the percussion come in and come out, and you know, okay, this is how it's supposed to feel when percussion drop out or drop in or yeah. drop out. Or, 
forward in are just the base alone and you feel the pulse and you feel you can feel it it's it's like a, it's just like a um a tutorial on on how to make this music yeah how yeah to put the pieces of the puzzle together and make it uh merge you know yeah 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 it's it's um it's 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 great it's great uh it has it provides a certain freedom you know it provides a certain freedom um that yes, i feel right. in the music you know and um okay. dub is dub is dub is getting bigger and sound system is getting yeah. bigger and um what what do you think about this like to round up some of the conversations there's like the first wave of dub would be like king tubbies and lee scratch perry second wave would be yeah. like matt professor and josh shaka and errol thompson and the third wave would be people like you and tippy and moon and iron dubs and indica dubs and vibronics and OBF and Sanai Sound and all these other like amazing uh, Charlotte 58 and all these other amazing artists. What what do you think about this new movement of dub? It's really broad. It's really broad now. Um, I mean, it's always been it's always been broad. Um, yeah, but it's getting it's getting it's getting even broader in a sense. And when I say that, I mean. Um, the demand for it, and then even <clears throat> the little niches, like, for instance, in Europe and UK, you know, you have this, what what is considered dub is basically what people listen to and play on sound system, yeah. which is, is generally steppers in, in those arenas. Right, right, a lot of steppers, for sure. So this is almost known as dub, but then just like the I just articulated, you know, the first phase, King Toby and Scratch and forward and into Mad Professor and um, like you said, Jashaka and it's different, you know, mm -hmm. it's like that's still dub. Those sounds that one drop maybe non-steppers or it may have steppers in it, but it's not necessarily confined to just steppers right. or... A, a, a digital drum beat. Um, it may have a, a natural live drum beat. So sure. It's and, and this is still dub in 2020. This is yeah. still considered dub, whether vintage or made yesterday. Right. So, um, it's, that's why I'm saying it's very broad because um, it, it, it's just broad. It's it, it's it's, something, you it's know, big like, and, it, and it's and it's spread to every corner. We got big sound system right. in Italy, Brazil, Japan, Netherlands. You, you name it. There's a big sound Indeed. everywhere Africa, across the world. Uh, throughout, all, all, all Africa. How can we forget Africa? We have some throughout Africa. Big sound. Yeah, big sound. Big sound. So I think that's that's one of the things that we have we dabbled in it a little bit and it's never really left the United States but I think it's you're going to see a lot more custom made sound systems and a lot more people playing uh, their own sound systems in that style UK dub style and uh, old style Jaw Love and Sturgaff style here in the United States yeah it's, it, it's almost like nowadays it's, it's almost like if it's not if it's reggae music and it isn't done in a sound clash or a bashment style it's like it's dub music, basically, in yeah. 2020. Like, if it play on a song, mm -hmm. it's dub music, basically. So, I yeah. mean, cause you, go to, you go to Kingston Dub Club, and you may hear a one and two steppers 
all night long, maybe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But all night long, where you hear coming out, the, the, the sound and the speakers is still considered dub music in 2020. Right. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, even if, there's, even if it's a Dennis Brown, yeah. a yeah. Roots Dennis Brown playing, and yeah. it's a vocal version, not even a version. So right. That's well, what I, I'm saying. It's broad. What's considered dub in 2020 is a very broad Trump. Right, right. And I think a dub in 2020 more encompasses more of the vintage roots reggae that more so than strictly just dub music. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, uh, exactly. 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 That's what people would consider dub is, is things that kind of lend themselves to to dub. So what we know as vintage dub which would be like Scratch and King Tubby aggravators and, and stuff yeah, like that. Uh, but yeah. then again, just like we was reasoning, in Europe and in UK, it's really like you know the steppers and and what plays in 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 in, in the dance and yeah, these yeah, yeah. And it's, it's, But it's, I I see a lot of these kids mixing the dub and the steppers really well. The new the new the third wave. I see them. It's 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 a, it's really I really it's it's heartwarming and uh, inspiring and then on top of all that stuff the dub lends itself to so much creativity you can see like when you're talking about breaking down a song analyzing a song and learning how to do dub while listening to a song but there's so much creativity involved in dub and you can actually hear in, in the instrumentalism the, all the in, ear candy the instrumentation and things and effects that they add that really makes it sweet you know to me it's true, it's true. From effects to overdubs and choice, you know, like overdub choice of instruments, you know, the people use indigenous instruments and mm -hmm. yeah, all types of horns and, yeah. and, and strings and, yes, yeah, a real nice, nice thing can be done and, and give it some real different type of textures, you know. And then the effects, like we say, coupled with that, yeah, it's, it's really a, it's a big, it's a big, 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 big word. It's a big wave, and it's, and it's coming here. And <laughs> I'm so I'm so glad that you're part of it. You know, we're, I'm, I'm going to be adding your music to my mixtapes. I'm doing a whole series of dub mixtapes, and your stuff is going to be on there. And um, foundation and culture music, and you know, I'm going to include your guys' stuff in there. And um, you know, I'm just glad that you're part of the scene, and I can't wait to see you on the road with John Nine and all these other amazing artists that you go on the road with, and keep on doing your music and you know thank you for all supporting reggae music and doing what you do as a real foundation Rasta man you know so thank yeah, you so much man alright yeah give thanks for the call and give thanks for the encouragement the consideration and all the support and other things that you have been doing as well for reggae music over the years same way give yeah, thanks man. I've been knowing you from ever since I, I've been in Trinity Reggae. I've been seeing that and I've been work for, for Reggae Music, so we'll give enough time. Yes, I, yes, I, yes, I. Well, it's nice to be in this fraternity and brotherhood of Reggae Music and Rastafari with you. Um, yeah, man. Well, hey, again, thanks for your time. I want everyone to check out Zion I King, Zion I Productions, Zion and Dub Volumes 1 through 4. 4 is coming out very soon, so just look out for Jadi and Zionite Kings, all right? Ah, uh, give thanks. That's the fire I love. Give thanks again, Carlos. Yeah, man. <laughs>